Scott, welcome back to the Fuck Season 1 Review. We are jumping into episode 14 with Dujon Cullingford. Hey, hey. Duj talks to us about the hip hop community in Kirikiriroa, what their experiences have been like in community development in the Hamilton City Council, and intersectionality between the arts. Thank you so much, um, Dujon, because without you and your plugs and your connections, we won't be in this very moment doing yeah, this sure. very thing. So, Vinaka yeah. Vakalev for that. And Dujon opens us up by privileging the arts in this magnificent share. Yeah, the, I mean, there's a lot of room for exploration and discovery around um, arts as therapy, arts as a lens for mm. other yeah. sectors and disciplines. Um, and arts conveniently gets left off the map and with lots of, um, like, for example, um, you know, in school, you know, often we talk about, okay, we need to push these curriculum areas, but, you know, the arts is usually sometimes later in the back. Uh, it's the last kid on the block that gets picked for the, you know, the basketball team sometimes. So, Dujon then articulates his journey to finding his modes of expression in this next gym. Before I met the arts, I actually had this limited way to express myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, I could do a little bit of creative writing here and there or maybe mm. one or two other things, but it really became an outlet for me to let loose and to be introspective and see myself in a different way. Dujon then concludes with the route of how dancers become so accessible in this rich roots of tracing this golden nugget. Well, most dance styles have come from someone who's feeling oppressed but out of their great oppression came this crazy expression of you know freedom and wow hi hi <laughs> was that sitting for you that for me brings up a lot of my like teenagehood that is where I learned to express myself for the first time. Um, maybe not for the first time, but like in the most articulate way for the first time through the creative arts. Mm. Creative arts, what am I? Through the arts. Yeah, because there was so much going on in my world at that time and I knew the weight that words had. So I, I found other ways to express what I was feeling without having to talk to someone because I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> Can't I just take pictures and then people will maybe figure it out or maybe they won't and maybe that's the gem of it because I know what it is and it's it's healing for me to create these things. Mm. But I like I'm very private. I don't think that people need to know all the thoughts in my brain. Right. So how can I still create and express without feeling exposed? Hmm. What about for you? What does this bring up for you? Um, can I also wait? Can I also ask? Mm. Was that because, um, like, how does control work into that? Mm. I want to yeah, control the, na- the narrative that people have of me. Hundred percent, particularly at that time. Mm. Now, not so much. I don't really give a shit anymore. <laughs> um, because I now can understand that that's their perception of me mm. and it actually has nothing to do with me. But at the time, like through high school particularly, when I was um, doing, <laughs> it still cracks me up, when I was doing dance at school um, and I was dancing for a company, 
um, and I was expressing myself through photography for probably the first time properly. Mm. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on in my world at that time that I I didn't really know how to navigate. I had never been through that before. Um, and also, like, none of my friends at the time had been through that. Um, so art became my refuge. That is where I went to feel safe. And that is where I felt like I had some kind of control of my world because everything else was so out of control. Mm. Yeah. And I got to curate what people could see. Mm. Whereas so much of the rest of my world was out of my control. Mm. I could definitely, so love, love, love everything that you said. I can see how that, like everything that you just explained, I can see how that is related to a lot of indigenous plights. Mm. In terms mm-hmm. of everything about their lifestyle is curated and marketed for them. Yeah. That they had to come, and I feel like that's where the, the, the third the third quote really came through, is that they had to come up with a modality mm, that mm-hmm. that was that was not attached to, to the power mongrels. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, and to me, I feel like that was your own little and did like revolution of, of being, of like claiming your power, your story, yeah. your narrative back, the way that you saw it and the way that you captured it, as opposed yeah. to the way that um, it was perceived or currently being told for you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. The being told for me part. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's like a thing without the genders, and then with the genders, ugh. yeah, and then with the identities, pretty, yeah, pretty. and that's also where um, label identities started to become a thing for me because I was trying to figure out who I was in the world as a young queer person, mm. um. And so I really did attach myself to a label and then that gave people agency to say, okay, so when you are saying that you are this thing, then I know what behaviour to expect from you and then I know what box to place you into. Mm. And as a young person, I craved those labels because I wanted to feel like I had a community that I belonged to. But now I'm like, I don't need that anymore. And I've dismantled the opportunity for people to have any kind of expectations from me. And if they do, that's a them thing. It has nothing to do with me. Amazing. Mm. Love the repurposing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What about for you? What does this bring out for you? Yeah, the, like right now I feel like it brings um, forth the, the transformative nature of finding different ways to articulate yourself and um, uh, to mm. express yourself. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I can hear as well from what you were saying that you found different. So you, um, like, I could hear dance, photography, and and then expressing yourself in identity. Um, mm-hmm. I guess in gender. So to me, um, because it's like the way that I'm, I'm I'm seeing it and the way that I'm experiencing it now because it's a journey. Yeah. Um, I've 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 already tried on you know to to use our good friends' um perspectives. I've already tried on the different identities and the different modalities that I expressed myself at the beginning. 
um, of my life up until now. And I'm like, now I'm at a new space, new place, mm-hmm. um, new frame mm-hmm. of thinking, a new empowerment to, yeah. to, to um, and I guess a new source mm-hmm. um, to, 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 to bring my creative energies through. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, so to me, I've, I've, I'm, I find myself um, like kind of going back to figuring out how did my people ex- yeah. express themselves had on my people in terms of my, my like the, the so the fucker papa on my uh, side i'm privileging my mother's side because my mom's like love you mom superwoman um um in terms of what her peoples and um which are my peoples so in terms of reviving a couple of different art forms that that could be actually in in my own fuck you you know, and and, mm. and in my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not even a could be. It is in my fuck you, and uh, and it's just waiting for me to remind, like, to remember. Remember. So yeah. to me, um, I'm really appreciative of um, how Dujon's able to, to to really highlight that. Actually, I think yeah. throughout his story and the throughout the way that he was articulating a story, mm. I just want to say that he's really, really intelligent. Yeah. Like. No, but like not even on a like on a superficial level. Like the brother is so intelligent. Like he is mm-hmm. so on, and the way that he's able to to hold, I, I feel like he is our people's. Like you know, he's mm-hmm. he's able to hold his own, and I love the way. Like so, I I I guess this is me weirding out in my in my in my like love like. Mm-hmm. I just love p- the way people talk and the way that people express themselves. And one of the things that I learned, one of the tools that I learned from him is that whenever it was a fringe, com- or whenever he didn't particularly see the view, he's like, oh, that's interesting. Mm. And it wasn't belittling at all. It was very much uplifting of being like, oh, that's really interesting. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I didn't, yeah. I, and it's, it's like, I guess it's another way of, of um, to articulate what you do in terms of being like, oh, I, I didn't see it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, so that to me, those are those are simple phrasings that I, like for me, I nerd out on those type of things. Like, you know, people, when people listen to other people talk and when I listen to what other, what other people talk, I'm always listening to phrasings of being like, oh, okay, that was a really good tool to, 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 to call me in. Yeah. That was a really good tool. And I feel like that's, that's what I love about connecting with new people. I'm just like, and it's not so much because I'm a hoarder of all of these catchphrases, like hashtag Instagram. Like, um, but I'm, I really love um, how, how different, it's kind of like what you're saying before, like some words are very potent mm. and some phrases actually are very potent for connection. Some phrasings are so potent for connections. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's one of the many, many gems that um, um, and epiphanies. Actually, I feel like the word is epiphanies. Um, every time I'm um thinking about um um Dujon um and the way that he actually opens up gates for us. So yeah, I feel like you need to speak on that. Um, we were looking for a space to record these pieces from, um, and I thought that dude might be able to help us out with the space at his workplace. It didn't quite work out. But he's like, he's so connected to so many people in Kirikiriroa that he's like, hey, check out the bro Tony, um, have a chat to him, we set it up, and then we've been so blessed to be gifted this space for a couple of days so that we can do the mahi. But, Aye. like, I'm just blessed that dude would put, like, that he would invest into us like that. Mm. I've been like, yeah, I can see what you're doing and I'm going to use my connections to support your co-papa. Mm. That was the blessing for me. Mm. 
Which and because it would mean as well that because he does that to us so effortlessly, this yeah. is a part that like that has that's his bread and butter. Yeah, opening gates, opening doors, opening yeah. conversations and connections. Mm-hmm. That's his bread and butter. Like you yeah. know, if, if it happens for us that quickly, right? Mm. But I think also like it means that he he has trust in us because mm. if something here was to go wrong, he's put his name on his the name, line. Yeah. And his, like his people's on the line, mm. you know, and everything that he's built on the line. Truth, echo, echo. So I, yeah, I really feel the like, he really trusts in us like that. Yeah. Love you, douche. Thanks, douche. You're the real MVP. For real. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I didn't know what I was doing there. Yeah, clearly. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's not like we've been doing this for a while. Fuck you, dear. Bye.